Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hello. Hello. Uh, quick question. What's your favorite episode of Futurama? <laughs> I, in terms of Futurama episodes that I rewatched this morning for the show, it's got to be season three episode, Bending in the Wind. Yeah. Why? Is it, any reason for that one? I like the, um, I mean, you know, the, the devil's. Devil's the hands devil's or whatever. Hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not devil's, devil's haircut. haircut. We'll talk about the devil's haircut later. Because there's um, the line in this episode where he's like, you know, when I was writing devil's haircut, I was th- I was feeling really... What's that song about? It's pretty good. <laughs> um, How do you feel about the honey the honeybee episode with the royal jelly? Do I, you like that one? I don't enjoy watching it very much, but I respect it sort of as... I, I like the one with the globetrotters where they go through t- the time jumps or whatever. Yeah, time That's keeps good. on skipping. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the dog one is good. Luck of the Fryish is overrated. Ooh, I don't, I don't agree that, I, but I haven't seen, I feel like that's, that's me maybe trying to be, um, you know, see, con- I think, I think, I think puppy is overrated and I think luck of the Fryish holds up, but I feel, I feel like the reason is you can watch puppy without knowing Futurama, but I feel like luck of the Fryish needs yeah, absolutely. knowledge. But it's, you know, but, when you watch Futurama, you know that eventually Puppy is going to be alive and voiced by Seth MacFarlane in season nine. So, yeah, it's, it of course. So away. so it does. It doesn't really matter. Um, and also when when um, everyone uh, the, the brains one is my other yeah. thing. When everyone gets stupid. I fucking really hate when one. the puppy's waiting outside Panucci's pizza and he's like, what the deuce? Where, where's Fry? Professi and so on. Brian. 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 Hello. I am <laughs> Seymour the dog from Futurama. Holy crap, Bender. <laughs> That's how Stewie talks. That, that's how, yeah, that's how Stewie I genuinely, talks. so I didn't get into Beck until... What if Futurama was exactly the same, but Nibbler had the Stewie voice? <laughs> and he had to, like, knock everybody out who heard him speaking in his real Stewie yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah. It was just a dream. Uh-huh. And I have other great abilities as well, Leela. <laughs> it's kind of turning Trumpian a little bit. Yeah, well, what if Stewie... It, okay, oh, Ooh, let's not listen. Let's not get too crazy. <laughs> listen, so, we're all about sampling and mashups this week on Fun Point. What if yeah. Stewie Griffin was the President Donald? <laughs> I think it would go. <laughs> that would Beck. be really funny. Beck Odelay. Beck Odelay. Odelay. Um, yeah, the only familiarity I had with Beck is that he he was kind of like silly with it, and he was he had an entire episode of Futurama to himself once, which is kind of wild to think about. And that, like, I genuinely have always, that's always been one of my favorite episodes, even before I listened mm-hmm. to Beck. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. got Patchcord Adams in it, which I fucking mm-hmm. hysterical bit. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was watching, I rewatched it for real this morning, and it is funny at the end when, like, Bender is, like, he has revealed his ruse that he can, mm-hmm. he can move around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, as he's Doesn't he just start, like, hitting this, like, he can't control and he hits the stanky leg in front of everyone? Well, yeah, because he, 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 it, uh, magnets get in the way of his inhibition unit, so he, and he uh, deeply yeah, yeah. wants to become a folk singer, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He starts singing Froggy when a Courtin' and shit. <laughs> uh-huh. But, um, as he's, like, leaving the concert in Shane, he just gets hit by Beck's touring bus. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, I can't walk again. And then Beck just walks out of the, the bus and goes, good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I always enjoy when, uh, when you know, special guests on shows get to be evil. It's, it's yeah. It's I I thought you were gonna say when Bender gets his comeuppance, but you know who really 
Bender rarely gets this. That's one of the funniest jokes of Futurama is how rarely um, mm-hmm. anything bad happens to him. Yeah, he makes he makes your own humanity disgust you at times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about Bex Odele. Um This is my genuine first like. Other than if I might have accidentally heard something as it was playing, like in a store or sure. on the radio, like this is my first time sitting down and listening to our friend Beck. Um, and can I say he's a white boy with a little habanero? <laughs> he's got a bit of a habanero in him. Yeah. He's kind of a cowboy a little bit more than I remembered. Like, he's... yeah, just a little, a little bit of yeehaw in his step. Yeah. Um, um, did you like I, it? I did like it. Okay, um, good. It it like this is def because I remember listening to it and being like, oh, you know, it's pretty good. Um, and then reading the lore and it was like everyone fucking wanted to murder him because he sampled songs. Like, yeah, oh, he, he sang loser okay. and everybody was tired of it and they said, fuck you. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, you took you took the drums from a fucking Edgar Winter Group song. Fuck yeah. you. Like, Beck samples, oh. which is stealing, by the way. Yeah. Uh. Be see that that's the same thing as. I, I don't know if how straw man this is, but I feel like I've seen it. I've seen it enough to like have it lodged in my brain. The people who complain about sampling are the same people who are like rapping is easy. You just have to rhyme words. Like, tell me now how to fucking sample a song, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, yeah, if you're if you if you just like your gut instinct is like sampling is like bad, then it it just. Not to be a, a guy with a music podcast, but that does make me feel like you just like don't know what hip hop is at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to start thinking some things about you in particular if you yeah. say something like Unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, if you disagree with me, you're Ben Shapiro now. Sorry. Exactly. Well, you know, it was very easy. You could have just said nothing and I wouldn't think you were Ben Shapiro. But... Yeah. <laughs> I was um, re- I was reading about um, Beck's uh, unpopular period um, in the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently um, I was reading about how he was dealing with the the idea of being a one hit wonder um mm-hmm. so he would switch up his concerts and at some concerts uh quote crowds were tre- were treated to 20 minutes of reggae or miles davis or jazz punk iterations of loser so he was giving him some reggae a little bit give us some reggae i <laughs> always like there is uh, it i don't i wouldn't say my favorite thing but something i always greatly appreciate is when the singer or group has like the one song that they just get fucking sick of oh yeah and it's like what do you do if you don't play it you're going to be murdered on stage. Right. But if you do, it's like you literally want to do anything else. Yeah, it's, it, the soul is gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Soul is gone. Um, I, I just want to tell you this uh, specifically. I was I was Googling Odile Genius to get to it. And yes, it, absolutely. Google was going to say, did you mean Odell Beckham Jr.? Absolutely not. Not these days, um, unfortunately. Not anymore. Four points. Thank you, sir. Not good. See you in hell. <laughs> Uh, speaking literally of hell, everybody is constantly doing one-handed catches every catch. It's not cool anymore. Sorry. Yeah, exa- yeah, cringe attack. It's 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 Bernie bro to me now. Yeah. Devil's haircut. First track on here. Um, I so I forget. Is this like you wanted to listen to this, or you knew you liked this album and like wanted to give it a? a uh, so I I think if I'm. So I, I I was familiar with Beck through Futurama, and I don't think it was until the Childish Gambino mixtape Royalty that has Beck on uh, it. That okay, was how I was introduced to, like, Beck, Danny Brown, like, a bunch of people were, like, from that, like, mm-hmm. 2012 mixtape. Mm-hmm. So after hearing that verse, I was like, oh, maybe Beck is actually good and not just, like, a funny allegory Futurama man. Mm-hmm. So this was, like, during my I want to, to be the music enjoyer. I want to – this was the period where I was like, I should listen to In the Aeroplane Over the Sea. Yeah. So I, I downloaded Did you like it? Did you like it, by the way? I liked it. I did. Okay. Um, One, two, three, four. 
<laughs> it's a classic Jeff Mangum right there. I don't care. Yep, who you that's are. how he sounds. Yeah, that's funny right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> you might you be might the only be. girl I ever loved. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Odalay and like Paul's Boutique Beastie Boys were like the albums that I put on my phone, and I was like, "You're going to like this because you're 19 years old and you have to like good music, and you're supposed to like this." Yeah, and I would mostly just listen to like Devil's Haircut and work. It's, it's that, the fucking kinda. Dewey Cox thing. This is the next logical step for you. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, this is a song about uh, um, a haircut. I was just going to ask because I didn't know if this was a recent enjoyment because he oh, sounds no. like he's on a telephone for the entire I album. will say, yeah, definitely. He's got two <laughs> turntables and a telephone on this one. Yeah, I, I, I have a note later where I thought I realized like this is probably like ground zero for me enjoying what it when when some guy just like sings through like two cups and a string. Mm. And it sounds it sounds kind of like dirty. It's like a little a little nasty. Yeah, it's like a it's like a um and sometimes it's like it's like on the computer cuz it's the 90s and it's like mm-hmm. y'all y'all yeah. damn, don't you all hate the AOL sound? Well, get a load of this. Get a load of this. Um I I feel like uh, again because my only cultural, you know, connection to this was the Futurama episode. I feel like there's not really that much like made up words. I feel like it's more like nonsense sentences. Yeah, I didn't realize until I looked all like everything is just fucking like David Byrne type shit. Yeah. Like every line is just like making slippy on the lily pad. And it's like, I don't Uh know what the fuck that means. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, coming to town with the briefcase blues. Like those are all words that I know, you know? Yeah. This album is that song that's, like, supposed to sound like English to people who don't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will I will say, though, I do feel better reading the annotations, because sometimes when I pick an album, I get sort of a little anxiety about, like, oh, I don't know that I have anything really intelligent to say about that, because I know, I know that's mm-hmm. what people tune in for. Mm-hmm. But it, it, the annotations made me a lot, I feel a lot better, because... They are not no one knows. at all. Yeah, no one knows. Even like, in this oh, first one, it's like, it's about uh, mental illness. It's about the, the biblical de- devil. It's about lynching. Like, whatever the fuck you so, think it is. It yeah, is. so it's like, mm, devil's haircut. Well, maybe I have, you know, I have, like, um, evil thoughts or, like, there are, there's negativity, you know, coming into my mind and I want to act in some way. Beck is giving a shout out to the misfits and their devil's locks. I just want the Danzig haircut. Like, right. <laughs> that's, that's what I... <laughs> This and underneath it's me. like I've never seen or heard Beck reference the Misfits in regards to this song. He just thought it sounded bluesy, like staggerly. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Beck does has never listened to the Misfits, and he never will. So fuck you. <laughs> Devil's Lock's kind of a cool haircut, though. Yeah, it's kind of you. You yeah, like by yourself, it's not. But when you have like four of your closest bros all doing it, yeah. then it's like, oh fuck, I can't it's mess fun, with those guys. It's like I would like give myself that haircut like in the pool when i was seven yeah you do it in the shower <laughs> yeah and you're like and then you say mother and then yeah. you kind of it was that and the the triple h spit were the two things that every every oh, boy did in the shower for sure. did you did you do the thing um where you turn off the lights and pretend you're a rhino in the <laughs> yeah of course in the, in, in the range yeah of course you got to do that yeah i'm always doing that uh-huh man Only they should have they should have they should have this should have been the targaryen wig <laughs> Yeah, devil's lock. George, we got some uh, yeah, rewrite. <laughs> Everything is the same with one rewrite. Yeah, different haircut. So wh- where I land on the devil's haircut thing, I, the song is good. It's got a nice rhythm. I like it. Um, it's I think it's that thing that I hate when musicians do, where it's just like a reference to some inside joke among the band or like something that someone yeah. says in a rehearsal and they thought it was a cool turn of phrase. 
Yeah, exactly. Like Beck like showed up one day without gelling his hair. And then the producer was like, looks like the devil cut your hair last night. And Beck was like, wait, what did you say? But I feel like the the best way to do that is if you title the album that. Yeah, because nobody nobody even no, knows it what doesn't matter. means. Yeah, yeah, it's it's made up anyway. So who fucking cares? Yeah. Uh, but when it's like the lead single or whatever, it's like, eh. All right, if you say so. Yeah, if you say so. Oh, nice. Um, the, the top comment on the... Um, on the song is from Beck Official, and it says, when I wrote Devil's Haircut, I was feeling really... What's that song about? Classic Futurama heads in the chat. Oh, the Futurama heads really know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to... I thought you were going to say it's it's uh, certified from Beck. I've never listened to the Misfits, and I never will. <laughs> never say to me the word Misfit. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Hot Wax. Um, my first note about this song is it's What If Kid Rock Was Good. <laughs> it's, yeah, he wants to be a cowboy baby a little bit. And you know what? I think I'm gonna let where like where is Beck? I mean, is he from like Atlanta or something, or is he from like? No, I think he would have been know, on that Futurama episode. Where, exactly, because like, I feel like I feel like I'm I'm putting those together. Los Angeles, eh? All right. See, I yeah, I always I feel like you got to be from. Like I, I would like guess like New Mexico, yeah. Arizona, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess um, like L.A. is the Southwest, but in the same way that like Florida is the South, where it's like, I don't yeah, know, really. It, it, like technically, yes, but not in spirit. You know right. what I it's mean? It's like how like people are like, West Virginia is not in New England. And it's like, well, it is, but. OK, it's New England is like two or three states. But, I, I, but you know, when you're when you're when you're living down here and in, in the it, it South, it all well. looks the same. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, hot wax. So. Beck um, fucking loves to know Spanish, dude. He, yeah, but it's, it's, uh, Donde Esta La Biblioteca, Me llamo right. T-Bone, La Alana Discoteca. <laughs> That's so true. But yeah. this is, you know, this is before Duolingo, so this is just showing, you know. Exactly. This is, like, anyone I'd... who is, who was on Jeopardy before, like, 1994. Oh, those must was, have like, been perverts. I didn't even think about You had that. to, like, read the fucking Farmer's Almanac to know oh your shit. Oh, my God. You know? Oh, yeah. Awful people, I'm sure, every single mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was like, I know how to say bubblegum in Spanish. Watch. Yeah, chicle. it's chicle. Yeah. Chicle. That's, right. that's where chicle comes in from. In El Cerebro, that's from X-Men. That's X-Men. That's where, that's where Magneto lives. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's sort of Magneto and Charles's mother base where they hang out. Yeah. That, they they kind of play chess there in a heterosexual manner. But, yeah. you know. Anyway. But yeah, this is just uh, like all Beck songs. This is a song about being a weird guy. <laughs> and like having phrases I, that you like. I was I was I was gonna choose I was just gonna pick like, you know, uh, a Beckian phrase and he says my Cadillac pants growing much too fast and I was like, Oh, let's see what this is and apparently they they really do exist, so that was just my Cadillac pants are generally girls' pants, but Beck wears them anyway because he's Beck. Whoa, could you so, imagine a musician doing that? Can you imagine a musician just wearing pants just <laughs> if they wanted to? <laughs> what if a musician like wore pants that like didn't like Assigned with like gender norms. Could you imagine yeah. what that would be like in the can 90s? Ima- can you imagine if Beck didn't take his just for men daily vitamins? That would be fucking wild. <laughs> oh, leave it to Beck to do something like that. Yeah. Mm. Um there th- he he kind of stunts a little bit though. I, mm-hmm. I I never picked up on him him stunting a little bit. But he's he's saying uh he's he's talking about hijacking flavors that he's flipping like birds, which is like, look at me how look at how good at sampling I am. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I can do it. Yeah, he's he's. It's pretty easy. Anyone could probably do it. Yeah, he would um, love DJ Hero. I wish he was still here. See, I, I, a thing I need to figure out is, is genius supposed to follow like the Wikipedia annotation, um, methods where you're supposed to like try to stay neutral. You know what I mean? 
Sure. Like, is is that encouraged because, or does it just fall through the gap sometimes? Like, uh, on the about here, it says, just like most of his songs, it's mind melting, melting like hot wax. Like, yeah, I feel that's... like that's a little bit of uh, editorial. Yeah, they're enjoying the wild west of genius. But yeah, that would yeah. not fly on the Wikipedia page. No, it, you would have to say some some critics has has described it as mind melting, but yeah. you know, citation. <laughs> you would have needed. to like make your own medium article and then cite yourself. Yeah, me uh, stomping around my class for 40 minutes the other day doing, do not cite Wikipedia, do not cite Google, do not cite, and then getting like five assignments in that day. Yeah, I love doing so, that. Yeah, uh, great. Music critic Brooks in his in his recent publications on Medium said, Under the Bridge actually goes really hard if you go back and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I guess critics are saying that. Uh, yeah, from, from you know, music critic um, Brooks Oglesby, M.A. This one's about... Um, Los Angeles. He said that specifically. Yeah. So Hot Wax know. by Beck is about when he says that his pants are growing too fast, you know that's a boner reference right there. Yeah, that's definitely he's getting a huge honking boner and he's going to crank his yeah. hog down the highway. But every other line is like overdrive at the monkey exhibit. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck that means, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was trying to come up with a rhyme, but, you know, I'm not Beck, so I can't. Yeah, that's... I can't. Nothing rhymes with exhibit. That's so true. Eminem has joined the That's chat. That's why he chose that name. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lord only knows. Yeah. Next. Um, he says, he says, me when he says Odelay in this one. Oh, that's yeah. That's, you're, yeah. That's, I, like, I like how it starts because it sounds like he's passing a kidney stone. <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of like grunting and like noises, like Tim Allen style yeah, t- yeah. kind of ad libs. <laughs> sort of a mouth album. sounds vibe a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so one, he does, I was so fucking mad when I, when I clicked on Odelay. Oh, and sure. Saw the, like, the, the true meaning of Odelay. Yeah. Like I thought it was, it was going to be like, you know, a portmanteau or something or, you know, some type but of it's, like. It's pig Latin for yodel. Like, you know, yeah. that's what I thought. No, it's actually Odelé in Spanish, but I said it poorly. <laughs> yeah. I said it in sort of a funny way. I said it in kind of a, my little I did white t- boy. I did it to show that I can't actually speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that was before I had the little habanero. So yeah, uh, I saw you know. somebody, some one of the bandmates, like said, "Oh no, it's 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 like a, it's a combination of like the two words O oh, delay, like referring to how long the album took." But I feel like that person just like saw into the future and was like, "Oh, in twenty twenty one, it's going to be embarrassing if we." Yeah, that's one we, of like, those things where you, you like retroactively come up with the reason why. Yeah, like you got out of the minority report pool and you were like, "Oh, we got, I got to save Beck." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> watch out! Uh, it is in the Beckionary though. So. That's right, right by Bazzuti. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Bazzuti's like Bazz- fun. I had to look up because um, Futurama heads know that the Bectionary has it goes from Bazzuti to whiskey cr- uh, whiskey clone, mm-hmm. and I did have to look up those are both real words that he uses in songs. So fantastic! Please, it's always great it. when they do their homework. Yeah. So um, this is the so it says released uh, June eighteenth, nineteen ninety six, and I'm just imagining a world where I'm fucking five years old and this is what's playing on the radio oh yeah like what the fuck this is what it was right. like before 9 11 like this exactly is, simple time loved beck. everyone loved beck and they were saying odelay and bazooty and such and had a great time and then i was born and everything went <laughs> went downhill from there <laughs> um speaking of uh of being five and and having a hard time rhyming did you see the lore about the hot dog dance that he sings about at the end i was gonna say we gotta bring up the hot dog dance 
Genuinely um, a pretty impressive pull for a five-year-old, for sure. Yeah, um, because I was like, okay, that seems a bit, uh, you know, lowbrow for yeah, someone I'm, who's I'm going down to, be... to the city and I'm going to do the hot dog dance, which you would assume is some sort of, like, rude, ask, phallic ask, joke. Ask me about my wiener type. Yeah, thing. <laughs> that is going to be a funny accepted reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did invent this this uh, saying when he was five years old. So because his grand, because Beck senior senior was trying to explain to him what rhyming was, and his Beck's first attempt was pull down your pants and do the hot dog dance. Tremendous stuff. His first ever lyric, which is a great lyric. Uh, yeah, for a for a five year old. Yeah, you know. I mean, if mm-hmm. fucking if like give it away, Red Hot Chili Peppers was like pull down your pants and do the hot dog dance. I would still be like, that's, that's damn. Good. This shit goes. Damn, this is real music. This was made either by Anthony Kiedis or a five-year-old. Like, there's no <laughs> way could, to tell. You could say that about a lot of his lyrics, I'm sure. Yeah, but but it still it still kind of goes. You yeah, know? it's got energy. Uh, uh-huh. Um, what's up next? The new pollution. It's a Willy it's, Wonka sounding song. It does. It's the fucking Looney Tunes factory. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will never um, know the actual samples used on this album, which I'm sure are, like, very respectable and, like, formative and seminal in the music industry, but... Yeah, I, I was doing a little bit of the, the, you know, the Inca people when, like, the, the tempo yeah, picks yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this, one, this one got some little bit of drum and bass in it, you know, so yeah. kept me kept This me is, like, this is a song about the distant world of 1996 where it's, like, damn, it seems kind of fucked up, the things that ha- are happening to the environment. Yeah, the distant future, the year 2000. Um, yeah. And, and things are you're not looking good, folks. He's just like he's like pointing to different things that are like cultural decay. And the first thing is like in the freaking nineties, a girl has tattoos. A girl, yeah, she has tattoos of cigarettes. And there's all, but there's also like a fiery bog, a strip mine ocean, drunken rivers exhaling smoke and shit. But it's all like, yeah, strip mine ocean. These are all exactly the same to me. I guess like before before you could complain about young people using cell phones, like the best people had was like my my freaking wife is getting a tattoo. Can you believe yeah, it? Yeah, she's getting a tat. She's getting a tattoo of the Noid. This is clearly <laughs> she doesn't the, she doesn't know what's going to happen to that brand in a couple years it's not gonna yeah it's gonna have a bad connotation yeah she's she's getting she, a tattoo of her new friend jared who is going to work no, the subway honey you've got to avoid the noid yeah <laughs> uh, um yeah we're yeah 19 so things luckily for beck um you know things got better like this must have been like he was he was going into film his futurama lines and uh he probably met al gore yeah, and they kind of was like, along. "You got to check this out. Pollution is happening." And he's like, Holy "Okay, so shit. I think you know this is this is an album that's fairly you know um, strange lyrics, unconventional um, rhymes, and so on." We have our first genius type um, annotation, or at least the first one I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got up to what track four, so I feel like that's pretty good. Um, oh, so on the in the line, she can talk to the mangling strangers. Um, someone in genius said, and this got five upvotes. She likes to talk to strangers who will mangle her body. I don't think that's true. So y- you know you have a good like um, annotation or description is when you use half of the original line in your yeah in your description. That's how you know you're like on top of. I it. don't even think that's how adjectives work. Like, that's, <laughs> it like, is, that's some like it is second now. level gerund shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's she's got a hand on a wheel of pain. Oh, that refers to like she's given a hand job. Like, yeah, cool. Or or she she's on she's on a painting wheel. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's she's on the window pane. Having, yeah, that's why pain. they that's that's why they, that, yeah that's why they call it the new pollution. Mm. So, 
Yeah, it's kind of about um, how things are great and they're only getting better. Yeah. <laughs> um, Derelict is the next one. Um, just Derelict. fantastic uh, line in the description for this one. This track uses instruments from India, like a sitar. <laughs> one of the classic instruments. A classic Indian instrument that, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, you know we're getting into, like, the real Beck shit because there's, like, no annotations on it. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just kind of whatever. Yeah, um, it's, um, there is there is one thing I'd like to focus on, though. Sure. Shooting venom at the passersby. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just a word that, you know, whenever I when I go to the movie theater, um, you know, in like eight months or whatever, hopefully, and they're still showing Venom 2, I am going to quote My Chemical Romance and say thank you for the Venom. Yeah. But, you know, we're still a little bit off from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me all your give me all your poison. Give me your symbiote. Yeah. Eddie. Man, you're going to love Venom 2. Gonna... Does he say Eddie more or less in this one? I'm pretty sure he says it more. There's a Fantastic. lot more symbiote hijinks in this one tremendous that's like, what i that's really, what i look for it's they really ramp it up what's the the is there more or less um white michelle williams venom <laughs> there's there's less white michelle williams um mm-hmm. i will so uh skip forward 15 seconds if you don't want to know the state of um horny titty venom mm-hmm. um she's not in it as much and it's only like a wide shot like that you get um you know, mm. there's, it's not, it's not as sexual. Um, mm. but that's, that's because like Venom is much more explicitly gay and, and okay. So, one. you know, it, it's a little bit of a give and take. So yeah, know, it's a story about all. like hanging out with your symbiote on mother base. Okay. Fantastic. I, I can, you know, I can go with that. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie. Um, David, hey, speaking of movies, um, remember Zoolander? Yeah, of course. Remember uh, Derelict My Balls? Remember? <laughs> I think that's still pretty good. I think that's still pretty good. I think it's still kind of... I would rel- I would probably laugh at that if I saw it today. Yeah, I think you would because I did go back and watch it. Uh, what what good. what star rating? Like three? I think I, I think I gave it a, at least a four, maybe a four and a Ooh. half. Ooh, okay. The two star was for uh, Zoolander number two, which... Uh, okay. Didn't... Bar- barely you know, any Mugatu. Not I could I could see Zoolander getting up into like the 4.5 range dodgeball two stars i'm guessing yeah because i'm just i'm not charmed by vince vaughn i can't do it yeah it's not there wasn't enough um of whatever the the bad guy was i don't know right and the movie like the last line in the movie is like how millions of people learned about bisexuality from the first time and not in a necessarily very cool way remember hey remember when chuck norris is in that movie bro he says thank you chuck norris but I, I honestly feel, let me I feel tell like you. that was like before it was that big. That's what I was it, gonna say. I, it's impressive that that happened in like 2004. Yeah, you would think that would happen in like The Hangover Part Three in 2016. Mm. And it would be like it would be Chuck Norris playing Angry Birds on his iPhone 4G. How many Hangover movies do you think you there are? I think there's three, right? Let's see, yeah, three. I, I was hoping it would be like one, two, three, and then it would be like The Hangover does dallas you know like like the the direct to dvd like uh yeah the hangover part four beer pong and it's like with like none of the original actors but like um ken jeong is still in it or whatever yeah like Like, john apatow's (laughs) wife is in it and that's yeah (laughs) yeah anyway what are we talking about we're talking about um uh oh yeah one time uh when i went to europe in like 2013 um the hangover 
three was coming out and they um just because of regions uh mm-hmm. i saw a poster for that movie and it was called very bad trip three that's that's so good <laughs> I, I so i really i hate calling it the hangover part three because to me it will always be very bad trip three as it, as it deserves to be yeah so yeah the derelict it's another song about our sick freaking society and freaking bill clinton and monica Lewinsky, you know mm-hmm. in this damn society um next up we have novocaine um this is a song about getting circumcised <laughs> a word <laughs> funky yeah. baby circumcised for the operation full spectrum generation oh so um it is, it is can't wait is to see the circumcision manifesto can't wait to see what type of guys are commenting on this one yeah <laughs> um i i feel like novocaine is like I, i'm thinking of like the green day song or whatever but i feel like novocaine is something that comes up a lot in music you know as a thing like oh i need novocaine it's not great it doesn't feel good. Like, yeah, I don't feel like it's like a cool like like if you bring Novocaine to a party and like, I'm gonna get fucked up. Like I don't think anybody's oh, gonna think you're very cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna inject Novocaine into my cheek and not be able to talk yeah. for an hour. <laughs> very cool. Nova, I'm sweating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm double cupped up on that Novocaine. <laughs> like why? Yo, drink this Sprite. It'll fuck up your face really bad for a couple hours. Like, see, see again. I. If you if you want to um, get your mix your purple drink together, by all means, sure. I, I'm not one to. It just seems like it would taste really bad. Like, I never liked the taste of cough medicine as a child. No. So I can't imagine being like I'm going to mix this into my my citrus soda. But and, you liked the you know, effects, you know. And I, I felt like whatever medicine I took, it was basically as if I did quill. Like, <laughs> it didn't matter what it was. Like, oh, yeah, non-drowsy Claritin? I don't think so. Yeah. It's knocking me on my ass. <laughs> I so. sleep. In, in I, yeah, exactly. And then there is no real shit. I just sleep. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting a mint Mentos from my mom and getting knocked out for 36 hours. I'm off, <laughs> yeah. I'm off that mint. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, this one's, this one's fruit flavored. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I consider Damn. Mentos mint. Yeah. <laughs> I see. So, yeah, I think this is about the freaking news, right? Because it's about like the the paranoid shortwave. You're blowing static. Like you're watching, you're watching freaking uh, the guy who did the new. You're watching Dick Clark on your on your 1996 CRT television. You're watching like, Dick. You're watching Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve, but actually Dick Clark isn't even there anymore. Isn't yeah, this so fucked? Don't you see how how fucked up this is? And you see Ryan Seacrest, I think now, and you say, "Yeah, this so fucked up." Yeah. Hello, I'm Dick Clark now. With our special guest, Magic, performing he will, Rude. He will never be Dick Clark. You're like, he won't. Why do they still have the name? Yeah, it should be Dick I Clark's see- Ryan Seacrest, Rock and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> what I want them to do is, like, do the little bit of a, like, boiled frog technique. And it's like, you know, it's still Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's Eve. But then next year, it's like, Dick's New Year's Eve. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. I guess they're getting like they're doing like the app thing where you take out all the vowels. Sure. And then and then like two years later, it's just New Year's Eve brought to you by CBS or whatever. Um, and then by like 2030, it just says Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it just says American Idol 2003 yeah. film. <laughs> We're starting the countdown here on American Idol, <laughs> live from Times Square. <laughs> hmm. 
I think that's that, that about covers Novocaine. Uh, that's um, Novocaine, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, um, it's young Modest Mouse heard this song and they were like, "Damn, the highway is fucked up." I'm gonna write a whole. Uh, also, out of it. Um, we do get um, when Mr. Krabs was a robot at the end of it. Oh, true. So there, there's some noises. Um, next up, sorry, sorry for getting like a little bit uh a little bit ribald. Sorry put for the fucking you know, kids to bed. All right, put the kids to sleep. Give them, <laughs> give them give them a quill. Give them a little bit of quill. Give them the Dimatap medium style. We're talking about jackass. Sorry. When's uh, when's it come out? It got delayed, right? It was supposed to come out October twenty second, twenty twenty one. Unfortunately. Ah, oh, goddamn. But uh, it's not coming out until like February next year. It's like it's gonna be like a Valentine's Day movie for you and Kim. Yeah. Hey, Kim. <laughs> Make sure you're not doing anything that day. Yeah. Got something nice planned. Down, 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 down. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is sort of the, this is like the song that plays like at the end of the Jackass movies where they're sort of, they're tricking you into thinking that the series has pathos where they're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I mm. get by a little help from my friends. And it's like, it's, it's mm-hmm. Johnny Knoxville, like helping Steve-O up from like his lobster enema that he just did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's like, there's um, a fucking like Clawitzer is directly blasting into Steve-O's face. Yeah. And the, it's, Phil, Mar- it's Phil Margera just had to like saw off his leg, but then Johnny Knoxville picks it back up and is like, here you go, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I do like, um, I feel like a thing we need to talk about, like just especially around this season is people need to start saying like lazy bones more. Yeah, this like, is about needing a GF who will pick up your lazy bones. Yeah, I feel like skeletons are always, you know, they're lying in wait in crypts um, and various, like, cemeteries and, and tombs and such. Like, we need more lazy bones skeletons You, you want more Sans-style skeletons. Yeah, I feel like they're always, like, wait, lying in wait to attack or, you know, um, like, fighting in the army of the dead and so on. They just need to be kind of like, ah, fuck it. Like, I don't really want My room's to. so fucking messy. Oh, well. Exactly. Tripping over all, all of my bones as I yeah, try to where, get out of my room. Where's the neat skeletons? Exactly. Yeah. Tid- tidy them up a little bit. Um, Just just one man's humble onion. I think, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, This apparently uh, samples a cover of a Bob Dylan song and also covers the sound of a real jackass donkey. So. I, I remember I earlier today I was listening to this album and I just had like my headphones on. I was playing it on my phone and I was like, you know, folding laundry and, and so on. Um, and then I heard the donkey out at the end of it and I said out loud, <laughs> out loud to no one. Oh, guess that one's jackass. And then like continued <laughs> doing my business. So, so true. And guess what? I was right. So very good. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. Fantastic. But yeah, this is the this is like the song where you you show your girlfriend if you want to be seen as like weird a weird guy if you mm-hmm. if you want to be like kind of like a mysterious weird man in 1996. Yeah, I um here here's like a love song, but it's sort of unconventional. A lot like mm. a lot like my love. A lot like me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Red flag. You have a, a donkey noise at the end of your of your song called Jackass. Yeah, it's a bit sus. But yeah, want to check it with the Patreon? I'd like to. Yeah. Dot com slash post Game of Thrones, where if you like, you can donate to us. At $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with Brooks. We're talking about Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, it's good. I was just, and, and I was just know, clearing minds uh, right before we got on the air. Not to, convi- not to convince everyone to pay a dollar to listen to our content, but I feel like that was one of our best episodes recently. Yeah, it's, it's, um, people have been, they've been craving Gamer Brooks for years. They've been like, give him the sticks, let him, let, let him, him play. Yeah. And yeah, it's, plug, it's bang, plug in the controller. Dividends. Plug the controller in when you give it to him this time. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> and it, guess what? They were right. Yeah, stop giving me like that light up leapfrog educational stick and telling me it's a controller. Yeah, it's not. We know it's not a controller. It's not. The shit looks like look the shit looks like ColecoVision. He knows he's not playing. <laughs> Um, yeah, plenty of gamer insights for you and yours. Plus all of our other shit that's on there. Archive of tremendous content, such as two whole episodes of Hall Brawl and all of Carry Me Home stream funny on Showtime. Yeah. Um, at $5 a month, you get shout outs at the end of episodes and you can request albums for us to listen to. We'll be announcing the, the next one at the end of this episode. Don't look at the description below. Bro, I just watched Death to Smoochie the other night. Have you seen uh-huh. Death to Smoochie? It doesn't have I, I, a Jill and Hall in it or anything. I feel like I remember seeing the like uh, cover in Blockbuster as a kid and being like, oh, I can't watch that yet. Yeah, I like, see. I was like nine, so I was always really, I was really interested in the movie because it looked like sort of like a movie. It's like a, it's sort of a, it, it looked a bit like a funny to me, where it's like this is like a children's show, but a little bit twisted. Post, but he's kind of got a, like a dark, twisted, irreverent side. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to share that uh, Catherine Keener, who is Get Out, who is funny, fantastic. Um, she is in it, and she plays the producer of the kids show, and sort of wrangles the guy who has oh, the comic okay. guy with the dark side. So I just wanted to point that out. Uh, funny heads will know that uh, she she has played that exact role in multiple films. Okay. Also, the movie is bad. <laughs> okay, good to know. Edward Norton, like Robin Williams, is fun and funny because he's Robin Williams, and he's like, I'm a I'm a quirky evil guy, aren't I? And mm-hmm. like, uh, but Edward Norton, will, he'll show up and he's like, hey, everybody, I am silly as well. And it's like, no, you're not. No, we know you're Fight Club. You're, not, you're, you're Hulk. Shut up. Yeah. You, <laughs> you can't Hulk. get a big boner. We know. Yeah. Don't talk about <laughs> we it. We know that you can't fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that $10 a month, you'll get all that. Plus, special user status in Discord. And we'll make a monster for you in P Got Fire Pro Wrestling. If for some reason you want uh, Bender to get his revenge on Beck in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no holds no holds barred. We will not be referencing the worst episode of Futurama in which Bender does that. Yeah, that uh, look at my crazy passport. Yeah, that, no, fortunately, that great line is in that episode. Uh huh. Um, damn, shame. Um, anyway, patreoncom slash Thrones. Thank you. Next up, we have where it's at. Um, this this is the Beck song to me. Yeah, this is the yeah. one that I knew of. It's one of the two. It's the only song in this album that is played on the Futurama episode. Yeah, and I remember as I, as I was listening to it, I was like, did he play this on Futurama? Yeah, <laughs> so. played, I think he played this. I think Bender says, I got a washboard stomach and a microphone during the robot part. Yeah, come to I, think think, of it. I think that I think there was an episode of Futurama that Beck was on and it went a little something like this. Yeah, I think I think he says that was a washboard break. Damn. I have no idea how this came up or where it happened but i remember my at my last job at evan sucks big fucking dick high school district mm-hmm. my supervisor said like this is one of his favorite songs <laughs> so cool choice yeah like okay i respect that you know yeah it's not, it's, it's not like yeah thunderstruck like okay <laughs> yeah you've been all right um, i will say um uh to to gas up your former coworker a little bit Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you knew this. Beck got an Emmy for best male rock performance. Um, that seems like something that people would be mad about. Like, oh, yeah. you know, if you, if you, Odelay if, isn't rock. I can, I can I tell you who the other nominees were? Yeah. So the other one, uh, these are specifically for songs. We had Brian Adams, The Only Thing That Looks Good On Me Is You. Okay. We had Eric Clapton, Ain't Gone and Given Up On Your Love. We uh-huh. had John Hyatt, Cry Love, and then we had Bruce Springsteen, Dead Man Walkin'. 
So it's just w- whatever you want it to be. And that's like, the thing. Like, I, I feel like there's, like, it, it, like the last, the last, you know, decade, couple of decades. Like, I feel like, I feel like there's no rock and roll anymore. And, mm-hmm. but like, looking back at 1996, and like, those are, those are who are recognized as like the top rock stars. Yeah. No offense to Bruce. Bruce is sort of an outlier there. Mm. But it's like, who was bumping Brian Adams in 1996? Yeah. That enough to be nominated for best rock who album? Who was picking up Eric Clapton's 1996 album? Yeah, couldn't be me. I'm listening to Beck. Did you see, did you hear his 2021 song where he's like, this COVID stuff's gotta stop. It's authoritarian. <laughs> I didn't, I heard about it. I'll it, tell you that much. It does not necessarily slap. It's not. I, w- I, w- I assumed, you know, you can kind of get the general vibe before you listen to it. Didn't think it was going to make Slap City anytime soon. So yeah, I you didn't do my research on that one. Try, a, a, a real honorable mention for most racist musician, uh, Eric Clapton, uh-huh. um, putting out an anti-COVID uh, lockdown song. Um, probably not going to be very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one thing I want to uh, note here. End of the second verse. Uh, passing the duchy from coast to coast. Yes, yes, Let's yes, the man yes, yes. Gary Wilson rocked the most. Who said it? Beck or the Beastie Boys? <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's all on the how you how you say the last line. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that really um, that really depends. So, are you familiar with the the slang phrase "pass the, pass the duchy"? You you usually pass it, I believe, upon the left hand side. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. I was I was doing a little bit of research because you know it wasn't something I'm necessarily familiar with, mm-hmm. um, and I found out the original song was called uh, and I quote "Pass the Coochie." Um, oh, okay. But no, but no. Listen, that that refers to the the recreational use of cannabis. Coochie being slang for a cannabis pipe. Oh, okay. So kind of just it, it's it, it got telephoned down into Dutchy. And here suppose. here's here's the the triple irony of it all. Mm. So the song's title got bolderized, which is like it's just for radio play. It got like, you know, it, it got kids bopped into yeah. past the duchy, which is a mm. word for a petois uh, Dutch oven, a type of cooking pot. Mm-hmm. So the one that sounds a lot more like smoking weed wasn't originally smoking weed. Yes. But now people are saying that duchy has become a drug reference, denoting a blunt stuffed with marijuana and rolled in a wrapper from a Dutch master's cigar. I've, I've that's what that's where I thought it came from. I thought it was from the Dutch masters. So Appar- I learned something today. Yeah, it's um. It's just, you know, drug reference uh, finds a way. Yeah. Great. Um, the the last, I mean, the song, it's about a cool hangout spot where you can enjoy cool samples with me, Beck. With me, Beck. You can listen to, 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 to... <laughs> I feel like if I went somewhere and there was like, and now DJing Beck, I would lean over to Kim, the only person I know, and go, huh, Beck's DJing. Hmm. And then just kind of like <laughs> continue on my business. <laughs> that's Beck from Bender Show. That's, that's Beck. From Simpsons. He met, he met Hermes. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Great. Thanks, man. But yeah, it's, it's a song about there is much pain in the world, but not in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I learned yeah. that uh, when Beck was originally, like before he put all the samples and shit into the song, he, he recorded himself singing all of the lines, like all of the different voices over and over as various characters. And I quote, big guy, little guy, energetic guy, old man, etc. What so else man, do you need? Improv legend. Like, that dude Just has character fantastic. work for days. Yeah, I, th- th- but, you know, in very sad to see Big Eddie, you know, not getting any, not getting booked. But if you can do it yourself, then, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a DIY aesthetic. We respect it. Exactly. Um. All right, what's up next? I I, I was too busy looking at a pasta duchy and so on. Sure. Uh, next we have Minus. 
And this is sort of rock and roll is back. You would think this, this is, might yeah. be a little bit more of the best best male vocal. So this, this is what you could you could be um like alternative rock or whatever in the in the nineties by just kind of being like a regular, you know, punk kind of sound, but having like little twinkly xylophones in the background. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and it was like, damn, this is I've this is alternative to Brian Adams. Yeah, you 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 let Beck do a little sitar solo and it's like, oh wow, this is alternative. Eric Clapton uh, at age 50 will never be as rock and roll as this. You you can tell we're really in the shits now because the only annotation on this song is for when he says canker sores and it's someone giving the definition of what a canker sore is. Oh, thank you. So. But yeah, um, they, they see yeah. rubbing in a blind man's goddamn hall. They're like, I can't help you. I can't help yeah, your boss. Yeah, listen, no, nothing from me. Well, I don't know why he's yelling about the crutches of frogs, dude. I can't fucking... I've never read the Frog and Toad one where it's like, Toad breaks his leg. I can't... I had never fucking read that one. Um, I'm looking at the line in the billion miles of the muscles that build, and the first thing that came to mind is like um, a Coachella or like a Bonnaroo or something, and everyone in attendance is a different um, a champ evolution. Ooh, I like that. Like, yeah, that was kind of my mind vision i will tell you so there's i genuine annotation moment um for me um mm. i really need to get on this website more earlier in that verse he says when you're taking a leak into your brother's cup mm. um i don't i'm sure brother's cup is like some fucking like it's from the bible or something in some way mm-hmm. um but the earliest and most famous reference to brother's cup i know is from the red hot chili peppers first album freaky styly where they have a song called the brother's cup Okay. And it's 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 a song about like being cool with your with your homies. With um, your bro. So and I this came out like several years after that. So I genu I genuinely unironically believe that to be back referencing the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Cuz it's like it was originally like, you know, the Brothers Cup is like a cool the cool hangout spot. But now uh, and then uh, in yeah. the, in the bleak year of 1996, now you're doing PPN. A, a, a into thing it. that I'm trying to they're they're still sophomores, so I think I'm trying to instill in my sophomore honors class is like there is no mystery to solve with literature. It's literally if you can fucking prove it, you're right. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, it's it's you got to say it's it's like Big Boss explains. There's no truth, only interpretation. Exactly. That's gonna be that's my fucking quote in the yearbook before I'm fired. Uh-huh. <laughs> happy Weed Minute. Uh-huh, happy but, Weed Minute. But like we were, like we're reviewing for we had our our quiz on the odyssey i haven't graded it yet but um I'm, I'm expecting you know good grades and yeah. it was like can this be an example of you know so and so and i was like if you can prove it yeah and then just getting you know the fucking like jerry <laughs> stare um homer emoji. the yellow patriarch of the simpsons family yeah exactly <laughs> um anyway what are you talking about uh Canker about the next the next song sissy neck i think next song is called sissy neck um, that's the guy who has to push the rock up the hill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this and one this... starts, this one sounds like the fucking Sanford and Son theme. Oh when yeah. It starts. If we're, we're back to cowboy mode. Cause we got the, we got the cowboy look at the, look at the album cover. He's a, he's a cowboy mode. Yeah. He wants to be a cowboy baby. Can I tell you who I looked? That's the one sample that I did look up. Cause it sounded so familiar to me. I was like, was this in a fucking chef boy or do commercial when I was six or something? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't place that, but I will tell you it was sampled from an old musician whose genuine Christian name was Dick Hyman. Okay. That's a bit unfortunate. So I, but I, it seems like his name is Richard Hyman and he chose that. So he knew, you know, yeah, what he's doing. He, yeah, you're going for it at that point mm-hmm. yeah this is i ain't i don't need no big fucking car i got a, i got my horse 
Well, <laughs> what's better than this? My name is Dick Hyman. I've got some good old boys. And I'm famous. I'm a famous musician. Oh, that's why earlier I was thinking about the, the, the pants being a reference to the famous uh, situation of having an erection. Because he does say, um, my neck is broken and my pants ain't getting no bigger. Mm-hmm. Which to me sort of sounds like somebody's getting, a, you know, somebody's sort of getting an erection. Because um, your pants are getting smaller. You know? We have the only thing worse, possibly, than stealing valor um, in this song, as he says, I got a stolen wife in a rhinestone life. Um, sure. If you steal wife, you are the dirt lowest. Yeah, I'm always, the, let me go on record and saying you should say you should not do that. There's so few wives to go around, and you're going to Yeah, you were just you were just saying about how much you would love a wife to pick up your lazy bones. Exactly, and, and, now, and you, now, now you're trying listen, to be a cool you, cowboy to, to impress exactly. Your friends. You put on a you put on a fucking fucking pair of spurs and say yeehaw, and then your wife city over here, the yeah. man. Okay, okay, Beck. You should get a cherished wife and a rhinestone life. Exactly, and some good old boys. You should earn your. I worked hard to earn my life. You uh-huh. know, I'm sick of these wife handouts that these fucking millennials are getting. Uh-huh. Oh, do you want the wife participation award? <laughs> Sounds like you do. Beck doesn't make his own music, doesn't marry his own wife's. Uh-huh. Beck, you're on, you're fucking canceled. Any Sorry. mention of my wife is an honorable mention, personally. Yes, of course. Anyway, um, this is uh, explained by the producers as country funk. So, Sam, can they do that? Uh, guess what? They just did. It's, uh, what did, uh, what did Philip J. Fry say? Um, oh no, Bender said, uh, uh, he says, wow, we've sure got a lot in common, Beck. I've always dreamed of being a musician poet who transcends genders, e- er, g- genders, who mm. transcends genres, even as he reinvents them, just like you. So, yeah, and, and you know what? We have proof right now. Yeah, there you go. So, Next, we have Ready Made. Um, ready Made, is, Ready Made. This is, a, this is a little bit, a little bit of robot, robot rock in here. Because it's, a, it's, you know, it's about the alienating freaking wage labor, dude. Yeah. You're right. It's uh, once it's, again we return. I'm a, I'm a freaking okay computer robot, and my I was gonna say this reminds thin. me a little bit of our our friends in Radiohead in there. Yeah, uh, it's it's got a bit of a Radiohead okay computer being on your phone vibe. Yeah. Um. Let's see. It has to do with being a sentient being in a business that requires you to be a machine that is sensitized and human to an extreme, yet capable of dispensing energy and emotion on demand. And you he see, so it's it seems like uh, sorry to interrupt, but no, you know ahead. he goes on this whole thing. This it's like an excerpt. I don't know where it's from, um, and it says you know uh, it's like oh you have to deal with all this stuff and so on. And then the genius user who pasted this on the page said, "Wow, Beck explained one of his songs. <laughs> Get his ass. like like in the the details of the song. Uh huh. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Uh huh. Classic Beck. Hmm." It just it it uh it was a little bit of a whiplash for me because at first I listened to the song and I was like oh this is about he's pretending that he work at McDonald's and it's hard mm. it's it's another millionaire musician being but then he then then I realized that the truth is that even our beloved millionaire musicians are also workers who face the alienation of singing to a, to faceless crowds and sometimes they have to go on a tour bus yeah that's tough it's tough because the song comes before a song that I really like so I always skip it. Skip the, yeah, enough of this. Okay, whatever. Your own problems. Bye. Next. Yeah. Oh, damn. It's hard to have depression on the road. High five. Get yeah. the high five. <laughs> this one is like, um, this song, high, high five. 
parentheses rock the cat skills is next. I think I will. Um, this it just sounds like when Drake put out "Nice for What," but this is from 1996, <laughs> and it's the same song. Uh-huh. So, um, and it's way better. So yeah, they they put the headphones on like Drake mother's pregnant stomach and mm-hmm. she, and yeah, she listened to, the fetus listened to high five rock the cat skills. It, it's a damn. I'm gonna be on uh, Degrassi one day and have uh-huh. a lot of other big problems in my life. Yeah. <laughs> In 2021, I'm not going to be beloved anymore due to my own uh, horrid actions, he said. Yeah, yeah. As a consequence of my own actions, people <laughs> but this equate song is, me with... But pe- this Beck song is damn good. People equate me with Looney Tunes cartoons as a way to kind of downplay my, my heinous <laughs> actions, and this is the worst <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me. But then, as he said that, he did, he, he tried to run away and ran in place for a little bit before he Right, because he was... Yeah. Because he's mm-hmm. in his mother's stomach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, this would. I was. I was. Listen, I was feeling the hip hop beat. Yeah, this is apparently Beck wanted to make a song in less than a day, and this is the result of that. It's. It's. He did a good job. He brought I every like, like mechanical appliance and gyroid that he had around the studio and brought them all in for yeah, one. It, it was. Song. It was. That was just another way of saying he wanted to create and you know activate a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, and gave himself a strict time limit to work on. So. And, and, you know, you the lyrics are there about living in America, having credit card, that sort of thing. But like, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of fun robots on this one. And there's a yeah. lot of yelling, asking for high five. It's easy with all the mechanical stuff. It's very easy to see why Matt Granning and uh, David X. Cohen and all of them wanted to pair him with Bender like that. Mm-hmm. Of all, you know, you could have gotten David, Dave Grohl and it could have been a Foo Fighters episode. Yeah. But they were like, no, it's in in the in the future year of 3000. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be crazy for Beck. And also mm-hmm. Cylon and Garfunkel, which is also funny. They're pretty good goof, in my opinion. Um, It's just, it's just, I was doing, I was doing the Jay-Z nod to it. Say, ooh, know? la, la. I think I will. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. mind if I do. Um, they, um, also, they also says, um, Jordache, Jordache, that one, mm-hmm. that one brand, which I only know from that one, um, that one drill tweet. So I thought that was nice to see your proper Jordish mate. It says, uh, because Beck wanted to make song in less than one day. Nevertheless, it's still a fun song. As if the self-imposed one day thing means like it can't be fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> re- regardless, it's still it's, enjoyable to it's be It's sandwiched ears. between two songs that are like significantly less fun. Yeah. Like they're both sort of da- like downbeat a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and at la- yeah, last we have Ramshackle, which is, you know, the kind of slow... Uh, this is when you're style. tired of rocking out and getting funky at your cool hangout spot, you know? Yeah. Like, if to... this if this came out 20 years later, Miley Cyrus would be singing back up on this track. Oh, definitely. Like, that's the sort of spot. But she'd be singing back up, but her vocals would be, whenever she comes in, they're tuned to be louder than Bex. Yeah. Like, yeah. Great Miley. Sounding a bit like a robot. A little, just a, a tad. Yeah. Um, this, I have no, nothing to say about this song. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, slow, like... I said, it. this is just a kind of uh, chill vibe. I need to look over the lyrics to see if this is some type of depressing or not. Yeah, so. it seems that way. Uh-huh. You you were like, um, we need to get to computer rock. That's, that's, that sounds good. Yeah, it it's it's just like um to it's like a, a minute long of slamming two like AOL style modems together. He says this is what music will become in the soulless distant year of 2002. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He was right. Yeah. Um, nothing to say about this. I, I remember it started and I looked at it and it was like 45 seconds long and I got to 18 seconds and I went through and skipped to like 40 seconds to still like, see boom, if boom, it was, boom, boom. 
and it was still the same thing. So I said, okay, got it. Thank you. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm done I'm, with my laundry now, so I can move on yeah. from this. <laughs> it's, I'm, I, who knows, but I'm, I'm taking it as like a, an epic counterculture nineties thing where it's like, oh, you think that all I do is do metal beeps and boops. Well, here's what, it, here's what it would sound like without the if soul I that really I put did. into it. Yeah, exactly. This is what, if a, if a machine read stats, this is yeah. what it would look like. This is computer rock, but I do rock from the soul using the I, computer. I do, I do cowboy yeehaw funk so jokes mm-hmm. on you all um that's odalay thank you it's like it's it's a mm-hmm. it's a secret humanity in the same way that uh, i'd never realized prior to like a week ago that there was a puppy on the cover of this album mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know yeah, you probably it's an odd, immediately it's an odd because I, I didn't know what it was and then we got messages about it and it's an odd type of of dog okay so. then, we'll, then we'll get into it i, I will just uh, yeah. i just want to briefly drag myself for mm-hmm. not realize i just assumed that was just some sort of like building with a mop on top of it i don't know uh this is the time of week where i ask you what what segment we do first uh we would uh, typically do questions unless okay. you yeah at you love to hear it on twitter um we post uh usually on fridays so check that out then well we post every day but we post questions yeah recently you know, i posted a no sad no bad with with revolver ocelot so you know that that, that that got into the uh a little bit into the mainstream. amount of numbers oh. it got out of our little orbit so respectable three digits yeah um let's see um okay squirrel Ooh, a lot of kind of i have to kind of uh parse through all the people commenting saying your ocelot video is so good oh what can i say uh from spinning voices at davies on twitter if you could pick one person who deserves the title enchanting wizard of rhythm who would it be i mean i have an answer it's, it's a bit chalk but sure hit me getty lee yeah, that's Rush, right? Yeah, especially because the, the you know the wizard, he slapped the wizard's balls and then right. his, his power. So <laughs> of course, um, and he plays the bass. So yeah, you know, you know by by the like letter of the law, I'd say Getty Lee. I th- yeah, I think that's fair. Um, let me find the. I think the. I I wouldn't want to claim the enchanting wizard of rhythm. Uh, mm. If I if I could pick a Beck phrase for myself from this album. Uh, I definitely, I, I really hewed to smokes, Smokestack Blacktop Novocaine Boy. That was... Uh, yeah, that's a very... That, that sounds like one of those improv warm-up routines. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm cool and I'm, I have Novocaine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but in terms of enchanting wizard, I feel like most wi- wizards are like not trustworthy people. I mean, it, the wizards can, like, if it's a sorcerer, you have to be careful. But I feel like wizards are 50-50. Like, What's your connotation for warlocks? Warlocks um, are usually evil, but it de- it depends. Like, are you evil because you're like, today I will do better? Have you, you know, like, been tricked into like a pact with them? Right. Um, you, maybe you just really need Khaleesi to come to your house. I really need Khaleesi to come to my house and drink my yucky water and drink <laughs> my, my purple drink, double cupped up, and then die immediately. So... I wish Piat Pri had the devil lock. That would have been so sick. Um, it would have been so much better. Uh, from my little Anu, uh-huh. um, I'm gonna. I missed out on this, so I don't know. It was a. Uh, it was she was drawing the the bisexual among us on a cloud. Oh, um, okay. And then ran out of time to the title, so, it so it, it, my all little she Anu. was able to type was my little Anu. My little Anu, friend of the show, Roy on Twitter says, "Gotta hand it to back to back, <laughs> get her ass." <laughs> Uh, for highlighting the Commodore, is that sure. how you say it? Oh yeah, um, I actually had that video game console when I was a kid. The Commodore 64, you were playing it earlier. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, top quality puppy. What's your favorite dog breed? Also, obligatory Futurama joke. What's your favorite word in the Bectionary? Of course, we covered the, the Bectionary. Yes. My favorite dog breed is the miniature bull terrier. It's the one with the long... It's the one that, that has the long face that's not the Borzoi that's scary. It's like the strong one. Oh, yeah. This yeah, this is um, what you might charitably call the Chad version. Yeah, exactly. And I like the miniature version because it means it's not taller than me. Yeah, it's not um, gonna. So you get all the you get all the like, comp- the strength in a compact package. You could do it's... like the Adam Cole thing where like you you take a picture with the yeah. miniature bull terrier and you're like this is me next to a normal bull terrier. Next to a normal bull terrier. Yeah, exactly. Um, the regular bull terrier looks is like fucking Derrick Henry running down the street at you, and I don't want that. <laughs> like I'm gonna be dragged by him down the street if I have the right. miniature one. Like I can stand I'm, my. I'm own getting ground. locked by my dog. Exactly. If I have the mini, I I get all the strength. I get the aerodynamic face and skull. Yeah, I don't um, want to get stiff armed by my dog. Exactly. So that's um, my I, pick. I'm I've I'm kind of a chalk answer, but I'm I'm a classic Siberian husky head for sure. Very good. Uh, you know, Corgi the Queen did do a, a big hit to their reputations, but um, yeah. You know, I didn't realize uh, it, you were such a small dog head. Yeah, it's because I don't want an animal that's bigger than me. So, yeah, that makes that makes sense. You know, as much as I appreciate a huge Saint Bernard, like it's not coming into my house. Yeah, you you're 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 taking Scrappy over Scooby any day. In terms of like owning the dog. Sure, not in terms of yes. personality. Of not course. in terms of like being friends with it. Um I would much rather hang out with Scoob, but Remember the in the movie though when when Scrappy is getting put into his his soundproof cell and he's like if it weren't for that son of a Anyway, he was almost going to swear. Um, from friend of the show Nevy Sticks at Nickelwolf on Twitter. Without looking, what is the first line of the chorus of Loser? No idea. It's um, soy un perdedor. Let's go. Hmm. Um, sure. It's 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 him being like I know Spanish. Look at me. Yep, a trend that uh... I, re- I remember uh, when I was in my in my Duolingo era, where I was trying to become bilingual. Or a bilingue, as some might say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I plateaued, and then I stopped doing it, and now most of it's gone. I was mm-hmm. I was waiting for my hoagie in Wawa, and Loser was playing, and I wasn't familiar with it. And I I heard I heard the lyrics for the first time, and I I said, "That's that's soy. That's the that's the that's first me. person personal yes. pronoun mm-hmm. in Spanish, the language that I'm learning." Mm-hmm. And it felt um, I felt stronger in that moment than I ever had before. So thank you, mm-hmm. Beck, for helping me to immerse myself into into other cultures. Uh, Jamiroquai Vivo, real official at Cat Girls Rise Up on oh, wow. Twitter, says, outside of Futurama, the main reason I know Beck is because of this YouTube AMV for Zaboomafu set to Hollywood <laughs> Freaks I found years ago. So my question is, are there any songs or artists you only discovered because they were used in a YouTube video slash AMV? I, off the top of my head, I can't, I feel like I've heard system of a down in an amv before i knew of system of a down oh yeah but the round like the opposite version of this is from what remember we uh recently meteora lincoln park i thought the breaking the habit music video was a real anime and i was like desperately looking for oh, it. oh man and it doesn't exist and i was very disappointed but i was like what fucking show is this this is so good yeah my damn the song rocks mm-hmm. um my, I mean, I was I was introduced to They Might Be Giants through Homestar Runner, which is the experimental film video, uh, Real Life okay. Now. But uh, uh, there might like any any high BPM like early Slap City pick, like any like uh, Rise Against type of song. Mm-hmm. Those were all discovered via me just watching like Stone Cold Stunner compilations, like, yeah. two thousand six YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
the Nintendo ShameCube friend of the show, Matt Ribeiro on Twitter says, how many references to Scientology you think are in this bad boy? I didn't even know that. Yeah, so we got through the whole episode kind of without a... Great, thanks. Well... Thanks, man. USA Today in 2019, Beck says, I'm not a Scientologist. I don't have any connection or affiliation with it, so... Fantastic, thank you. So <laughs> he's wearing the not a Scientologist shirt. Um, finally, Sue's evil twin at Moss Appreciator on Twitter says, This album was always my first choice when going on a long car trip. What's your go-to long drive soundtrack? So real deep cut fun point heads know about the Car Time Forever playlist. Yes, of course. That I have on Spotify. Um, and it's usually that if I'm with Kim. Um, but if I'm not, I... But if it's a solo lad's journey. If it's a solo lad's journey, it's in Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Yeah. So, because it's like, it's like an hour long, you know, most of the songs on it are pretty good. Um, and, and, and I can kind of say like, okay, if it's, if it's longer than in Keeping Secrets, like I'm going to need to make a pit stop at some point. Sure. You know, sure, sure. if it's shorter than that, we're, we're good. And it should mm. last me the whole way. So now, that's unfortunately it's been so long since I've been on a, a drive. Like I feel like mm. the last, my last drive soundtrack was just like. Mabim Bam best of compilation 2018. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, but actually I've been um for my next road trip, whenever that might be. I this week I've been kind of dipping back into Deltron 3030 for the first time in a while. An automator. That'd be a, qu- a pretty good, nice little hour-long chunk of a sound. Of a sound. I'm going to devise a virus. Because you devise a virus, and there's also like good parts for when you're zoning out, a little mm-hmm. a little drony. Mm-hmm. But also he says, like, fuck die and I'll hijack a mech. And then you become very strong and you become very determined when you hear that. Uh, finally, evil, evil Janos, I believe, sent in a Dear Evan Hansen image with Beck on the Evan Right, Hansen's, yeah. On Dear was, Evan Hansen's face. I was wondering, so. like, what if it was, you know, Beck David Hansen instead of Dear Evan Hansen? Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, thank you, Janos. All right. Slap City? Go cards. Yeah, Slap City. Uh, fuck man fuck the cards like let's be honest let's they don't they don't need zach Ertz. they don't need zach Ertz. they're gonna win the fucking super bowl they're the only undefeated team like you don't need him uh i went first last week so you're up um i'm gonna pick uh the other song that was in uh the futurama episode Mm -hmm. because i had to look it up and i always thought that one verse of the song sounded very good but i'd never heard the full song Mm -hmm. so i'm sorry if this is a normie pick but i am going to pick sex laws by beck okay Ooh, with two x's yeah, it's the '90s, baby. Um, all right, hold on. I gotta see which which one. I have my picks in my uh in my notes here. I didn't know which one I wanted. Okay, so there were a few um, you know, robotic sounds in this one. Oh yeah. Um, so I was like, let me go find some possibly robot rock. Oh, um, cool. but not that song uh, specifically. I am picking Daft Punk, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I want to pick Aerodynamic or Voyager. I don't know. Quick, Daft Punk heads, let me know which one were. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I've only seen this, this, you know, funny video where it's like, look at the fingers dancing to the one song that Kanye. Uh, used. Let's go Voyager. Let's pick that one. Yeah, Sound of the uh, Summer. Sound of the Summer. Got to check it out. Um, so there we go. Also, as I was, because I was listening um to that album earlier to find one, and um, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger came on. I was like, I'm not gonna want to hear it. Like I've heard the song a million times. Mm-hmm. It still it still goes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really loud. good. Yeah, so can't deny it. All right. Um with that said, uh, I think it's time for our uh Patreon shoutouts. 
Yeah, I, um, I got you. Uh, oh, you got if, me? If, if, if you don't. If sure, you, go for it. Yeah, let me, uh, well, it, it did just, um, kick me out, but here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go right back in. Okay, yeah, you, you, um, you know, unlock that. Um, a thing that I, some, when I'm, uh, like, at work and I'm on my prep and I don't want to fucking work, I'm like, let mm-hmm. me check the Patreon, see what's going on there. And for, like, a week straight, it was like, you need to authenticate your account, like, I'm not doing this fucking, <laughs> so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wait till I get home. Yeah, I'd rather be catching Pokemon creatures, frankly. Mm-hmm. So I would I would personally like to thank all of our five dollar and above patrons, um, including Ziva, Vervain Brain, Valerie W, and then um, Venom, Trigger Venom. Harpy, uh, Tufster McGee, the Master DS, Than Yu, Sylvie Bullet, mm. uh, Stephanie Ruff, Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah McClintock, Sarah, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Ryan Lester, Reliet, Raleigh, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart. Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Matt Berger, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jenny, Lauren LeBlanc, Kay Darling, Janos Capovari, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Graham of Steel, Eddard Stoink, Derek. Great big sword. You're not going to hear me say, let's go Nyx. <laughs> I have kind of, my team has their own issues they're kind of dealing with at the moment. Yeah. Um, go, go Dodgers and for, or Astros, I'm told, I think. Man, fuck. It's, it's, this is, this, inter- like, I'm sure the baseball has been good, but I haven't even been paying attention to this because it's just a fucking nightmare World Series scenario. Yeah. So. They should bring back Chip- Chipper Jones and change the name. No, so, fuck Chipper Jones. They should bring I'm back- the guy that, I'm the guy that calls him Larry. They should well, bring back uh, so Greg much. Maddox and change the name. Okay, yeah. Okay. David Bozer, Caroline Savage, Big Titty Goth Tradwife, Barrier Trio. Bean. Audrey Olson, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C., Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Matt Ribeiro, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Cursed Goat, Big Flat Bunt, Antigone Progany, and Alex Schaup. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Did you know Tom Glavin played for the Mets for a few years and he wasn't very good? You're gonna, you're you're telling me that there's a guy named Tom Glavin. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the Bra- the Braves. They had Tom they had Tom Glavin, they had Greg Maddox, and they had John Smoltz, and they were like their nasty pitchers. <laughs> this man was named by Professor Frank. <laughs> that's his, that's Tom his name. Glavin. He wasn't very good for us. Great for the Braves, not for the Mets. Fuck yeah. Him. Second anyway. only to teammate Greg Maddox's 176 wins owned. Yeah. Uh, man, Greg, Greg, fuck Greg Maddox, but he he was really fucking good. So, he was really you know. good because I would play the little arcade version of the MLB games where you had the little swingy swingy mm-hmm. bat that you could like pull mm-hmm. back and yeah, yeah when yeah, I was yeah. seven. And I would I would always um, unfortunately uh, cringe moment would always pick the Atlanta Braves. Um, I mean, if you're gonna, you know, yeah. you, you want to win, you're picking the Braves. Yeah, they must have had the highest number. Um, mm-hmm. And then I would I would simply win with Greg Maddox, no problem. Yeah, there's a thing if you because he did it so much. If like you a pitcher threw a complete game under a hundred pitches, they called it a Maddox. Yeah, because he just did that all the fucking time. God, I hate him. Damn. And then he went on to 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 become a funny sort of early internet uh, masculinity writer. Yeah, that was that was his kind of after they, he got into the Hall of Fame and immediately pivoted to writing st- stuff called like you know. It's, uh, the the ge- the gentle the gentleman's misogyny. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll take an iPhone if it's an iPhone made out of bacon shaped into an iPhone shape. Yeah. God, right. I hate Kim Kardashian. Cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the two things I hate the most are Kim Kardashian and Twilight. 
Um, oh, it's time for our, our Patreon pick. And remember, if you donate five dollars, you can you can get your pick as well. Yeah. Um, this I, I don't see a uh, patron email or patron username, and I think this might be a real name, so I'm not going to read it in case they don't want me to. Sure. Um, but our next uh, album is let's see, uh, it's called "The Bifrost Incident" by The Mechanisms. So I was like, I haven't heard of this group before, but Nor have um, I. The email says it's a cabaret rock opera starring the cast of Norse mythology on a space train. So something I'm surprised we haven't talked about at this point, um, to be quite honest. Yeah, it seems like it's sort of up our alley. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, hey, I bet our friend Loki's going to be there. I'm seeing, I'm looking at the cast and there is a character named Loki. And there's also a musician in the band known as Drumbot Brian. Okay. So I'm fantastic. excited. I'm excited about this. Can't wait to meet these these new friends. Yeah, we're going to get to talk about our friends Loki, Thor, Odin, Odin, Hopkins, everybody. Yeah, they're all going to be there. Taika Waititi. Um, Yeah, he's going to be there. So in two weeks, we'll be uh, checking out that album. Next week, we'll uh, head on over to Chance Ball. We're watching the basketball, which Kuroko plays, and our friend Almine is there now, and he's rude. Yeah, he's he's got he's rude a bit. Um, Yeah. You won't believe how rude this man is. Can't wait to unlock his secrets. He said, fuck you. I'm going to immediately drive directly through you. I'm going to face, I'm going to activate Lamillion and get through you and dunk on, on the, Lamillion, he, that would be nasty for playing basketball. Ooh, he, ooh, that, 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 imagine, I'm imagining you know, just you like know a 1v1 you do? scenario. The 1v1 scenario, or they, they do the thing, like the rule they change this year, where you like jump into the shot and get fouled. Like you, you end the, the ability while you're like inside someone and ooh. you're like, oh, ref, ref, he's <laughs> just, fouling me. <laughs> yeah, ah! <laughs> two shots <laughs> anyway uh thanks for listening um thank you to beck thank you bender thank you yeah uh, thank you that to... one the one funny joke where it's like where's the device that lets you slow the passage of time and then fry's like under the seat and he pulls out a bong very good um, thank you to any number of turntables and or microphones yeah uh you. give me some reggae Bye. Bye.